Welcome to the Breaking Chains podcast, where we are unified in God's word, reaching, teaching, strengthening, and nurturing both those who know Jesus and those who are shackled in bondage, looking for freedom through the blood of Christ. I'm your host, Philip Skeens, and alongside me, my wonderful son and co-host, Daniel Skeens. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Breaking Chains podcast. And uh, I have two co-hosts with me today because we don't have any special guests. Well, they're special. They're special co-hosts, but we don't have any any guests other than Daniel and Pastor Robert again. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing, Daniel? Oh, I'm doing finer than a frog's hair split four ways. Uh, yeah. I didn't think we invited Ethan to the yeah. to be the co-host. Yeah. Uh, unless unless da- Daniel changed his name to Ethan. No, he's just rubbing off on me. Okay. Ethan, I'm, I apologize that uh, that uh, you're not here with us, but the, the finer than frog hair is just kind, of, uh, just kind of ingrained in Daniel's brain now, so keep it going. Yeah. Do you know your times tables? Because he, time, he doubles it every time everybody asks him how, how Oh, I know doing. it. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, We are uh, recording this a couple days before Christmas. So by the time that the listeners hear this, Christmas Day will be over. And, um, you know, I'm I'm pretty excited to uh, celebrate this year, particularly um, with the new church family and, um, and our new church friends robert we we consider you one of those well i'm glad i'm a friend (laughs) it it beats an enemy (laughs) yes very much so so looking forward to uh just celebrating the birth of our lord and um on our next recording we'll get to talk all about uh the events of christmas yeah it was a good podcast with pastor james yeah i uh, I can't wait to hear it yeah you won't hear me much <laughs> I'm not sure he got choked up for for Pastor James, but he didn't get choked up for me or you. So, I'm kind of starting to feel a little a little put off, but we'll we'll get there. Yeah, you just so. need to have water go down the wrong on the wrong pipe. <laughs> uh, for those that are listening today, if you haven't already listened, because by the time this is out. That one will be out, and um, you need to go back and listen to Mary Had a Little Lamb of God with uh, Pastor James, because uh, it was great. Yep, and we hope all of you had a Merry Christmas. Yes. And we're he- we're headed into a new year. A new year. A new year comes with a lot of its own challenges. Mm-hmm. And you know those New Year's resolutions that uh, yeah, everybody's saying New Year, new me. New Year, new me. <laughs> those, resol- for- those resolutions fade off in the first two weeks. Usually normally. last at least like four days. Yeah, <laughs> maybe on average. Some yes. people may make it through the end of January. I don't know that I ever have. I don't know. Delaney wants to start a kickboxing class <laughs> to get in shape and everything, and I'm like. Yay. <laughs> new year, new me. <laughs> I look I look forward to this. 
<laughs> Don't please. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to encourage her <laughs> in this in this uh, this new new me. Yeah. I, I'm actually I'm excited. Uh, I I I made joke at first, but I'm excited. Our our first free class is uh, this coming Saturday at 8 a.m. So uh, that ought to be fun, bright and early. I bet you're not looking forward to 8 a.m. on Saturday. No, but I'm I get up anyways. I'm I'm up <laughs> 6 a.m. 7 a.m. So anyways. Just make sure that you're not too sore to be here at four o'clock. Yeah, on Saturday. I know for Christmas Eve <laughs> service. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll be walking in hobbling in my in my suit jacket. What happened to you? I don't I don't want to talk about it. Just, <laughs> I'm here. This free class I went to. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be great. Uh, just a couple announcements. We've got a good show today talking about um, trust and uh, the show of the uh, the title of today's show is full trust ahead so um you know we're required to trust we're not required to know robert i trust you daniel i trust you i trust my car to get me here i trust my car to get me somewhere i trust the airplane and the pilots when i fly somewhere to get me somewhere but uh there's just something about a different kind of trust Mm-hmm. And trust in the Lord, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Any announcements today? I mean, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole bunch of. Uh, we have Sunday service at 10 a.m. We have a whole bunch of small groups on Wednesday at 6:30. We have breaking chains at six o'clock on Friday nights. We have C2. On Thursday, no, Sunday. Sunday evenings. Sunday evenings now at 6. They switched it from Thursdays. They they threw me for a loop. Uh, I forgot about that. That happened a few weeks ago. Uh, So, yeah, there's a lot of good uh, small groups out there to fellowship with one another to uh, that uh, if you're not a part of a church or if you're not a part and you're in the area, Rush Church is a great church to to get involved, to love the family, Amen. Uh, the and then to fellowship with one another, uh, it's very, very, uh, and we hope to see you. Yes, absolutely, we'd love to see everybody. Just one other thing, it's not really a public service announcement, uh, but I just want to thank everybody for supporting this ministry and and what we're doing here. The, uh, the feedback and the following has been great to start off with. And um, it's just such a blessing to be able to be used by the Lord for his, his praise and his glory. But to help share with what God gives us to share. And without our listeners um, helping spread this ministry, um, it, it would not help us complete the work so i just want to thank everybody for that and i think there's some exciting things you know we're talking about what else we want to do as part of this ministry and um you know live uh video um podcast may be coming soon um 
you know we've got to we've got to invest in some cameras but um it's just maybe even some live streams so mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that's that's coming and uh just thank all yeah. the supporters if you haven't subscribed or liked the podcast on whatever chain whatever method whatever app that you use uh please like and share that to to help us spread god's word and it's excited how we started in one year and we're moving in and we're growing and seeing what the lord has for 2023 yes 2023 is uh can't believe i'm saying 2023 yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> i mean everybody said that the world is going to explode in the year 2000 and it's 23 years later so um we're still here <laughs> yeah I, I'm still breathing, so the Lord sells purpose. And there's uh, life. There's life. So, today's show, Full Trust Ahead. And, um, you know, how often do we get frustrated, confused about the situation or circumstance we're in? Even sometimes we get mad that... We have to wait on the answers or wait to get out of a season or wait to get over this obstacle. And, um, you know, in those times we have to ask, do we really always trust God? Do we trust or do we only trust him until we feel like, hey, you know what? This has been too long. I'm just going to go my way. And um, then, you know, when we get to that point, we just take our own course of action or we stop praising the Lord or we stop reading his word or we stop that relationship. We, we kind of break up with the Lord because, hey, you know, you said you were going to do this or I trusted in you to do this. And, you know, I didn't get what I thought I was going to get. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Trusting the three truths that we have to trust and then we're going to see those um, trust put into action from uh, a story in the Word. So any comments on, on those thoughts? I'll give to Daniel first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for the uh, opportunity, Robert. You're welcome. You haven't talked a lot over there, so... <laughs> I think it's common for us to put on our trust into other things and that often screws us over a lot of the time it screws us over mm -hmm. most of the time yeah absolutely and How I think oh. it's just um, it's sometimes hard to trust mm -hmm. yes it's uh, most of the time it's very hard to trust but we're told over and over and over through God's word you know we, I know it's hard for you to trust but if you trust me there's going to be rewards on the other side and um, or I'm going to help you but look at all the people that said I'm trusting God and then they trusted God for a season or for a duration of time and then that that trust wavered and then what happened 
-hmm. You know, there was a lot of, um, a lot of things that, uh, you know, Moses, you know, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, you know, Moses was chosen and he was, uh, leading, you know, when he led the people out of the wilderness and he led them to the promised land, there was a reason why he didn't get to go into the promised land, even though he led the people to the promised land. And it's because he didn't trust God. And, um, you know, just that one story, but there's story after story after story where um, people didn't trust God, trust the Lord fully. And then there was things that happen. So the three truths that we're going to share today is we are required to trust. And we're not required to know, but we need to trust in God's name. We must trust in God's word, and we have to trust in God's son, Jesus Christ. We're going to talk about trusting in God's name first. And um, we're going to talk out of, uh, there's a couple Psalms, Psalms 33, verse 21, um, Psalm 20, verse 7, and Psalm 9, verse 10. Then you want to read the first one? Sure. Uh, for our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Trusted in his holy name. I mean, that that one alone we could probably stop on <laughs> and uh, not have to go any further. But um, for our heart shall rejoice in him and there's a reason why and it's because we have trusted in his holy name uh, Pastor Robert you want to do the next one yes Psalms 20 verse 7 sorry I was uh, I was uh, in my uh, I was looking at another verse and things like that but, <laughs> it's alright we're at, yeah, Psalms 27. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. We will remember the name of our Lord, of the Lord our God. So, the name, we're going to trust that reputation. We're going to trust the glory. We're going to trust the authority in that name. We're going to trust his character. We're going to trust his name. Um, and I think it goes back to what you said earlier, Daniel, is sometimes that's so hard to do is to put all that trust out there in God, um, even though it shouldn't be hard for us people that have chosen to follow Jesus Christ and have, you know, accepted him as our Savior and our Lord and Master. But it's, it's hard. The flesh, you know, wanes, and sometimes it's hard to do that. Psalms 9, chapter, or 9, verse 10. And they that know thy name will put on their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, 
hast not forsaken them that seek thee. You've never forsaken us. And if we trust in you, and if we trust in the name, uh, the, the, the part of that is they that know thy name. So I think that's part of it is if you don't know the name of God and who he is and what he's done and where we came from, it's really hard to, to put that trust in. Hmm. Yeah. You know, in, in order to know something, you have to have a knowledge of it, right? You have to have an understanding. You have to recognize the nature of it and you have to experience it to be acquainted with it. So to be aware of the truth, which is in the facts and the factuality of it, that's how you gain knowledge of it. You, you, there's no other way. In First John chapter 2, it tells us, And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his what? His commandments. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. So we have to know him, and we just was told how we, how we come to know the name of God. You know, when a, when a blind person cannot see, and, um, you know, my brother's uh, legally blind, and, and we're upholding him in prayer that um, a, an operation that is happening in January will find favor with the Lord, right? And um, he's going to reap a, a victory there. But when a blind person cannot see something, they have to get close to it. They have to sense it and smell it and feel it and listen to it up close and personally in other, in other, to, to gain knowledge of what it is. You know, they come to know something much more personal than those who can see it and, and just make a quick decision or uh, a judgment based solely on the appearance. You know, blind people, they use... They, they can learn to use the same thing that bats do. And um, it's a physiological process for locating distant and invisible objects. And it's um, uh, echo, echolocation, right? Um, but they trust in their senses because they don't have their sight. And, and it allows them to, to know deeper, with a deeper level of intimacy, what they're holding or who they're talking to or what they're smelling or what they're hearing because those senses are raised and and we take those things for granted but it's it's just an illustration of how you know they can know something much deeper than what we can because they have to and i think that's what get lost gets lost sometimes with with all of us is you know we don't really we don't really know the name of the Lord God because we don't put all those senses into knowing him one of the verses that I uh, that I stand on 
and, and it's trusting in, in the Lord is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. To trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. And in all your ways, submit to him. And he keeps your path straight. Now, why can I put my trust in the Lord? Well, he is my rock. He is my foundation. He is all-powerful. He is all-knowing. He is all always present. He is everywhere, omnipresent. But he's also my strength. Psalms 28, 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. I don't have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what our, uh, if I don't understand it or if I don't know it, then it's not, I, I cast it aside saying I can't, I can't, it's not, it's not this way because I can't grasp it. Where we have to break through because I may not know, but I trust because I know that he is my rock. He is my foundation. He is what I live for. He is what I stand on. I don't want to stand on sand because I'm going to get mold over by the waves i want to stand on a rock and his name is the rock that is why i can trust because a lot of people don't know how Mm -hmm. well yes that that verse is lean on on my own understanding but why why can i do that why can I trust and not lean on my own understanding? Who is who is the Lord? Who is the Lord to me? It's an identity thing. It's an identity of how we, what the Lord, who the Lord is. It's one of the things. It's the very first thing that we do when we armor up is put on the belt of truth. Right. It's it's the it's the identity of who the Lord is. And not and not just to us, who the Lord is in general. Because he never changes. He's the same yesterday as today as tomorrow. He is all powerful. He is all loving. He is all he is just he is righteous he is merciful he is graceful he is all of these things mm-hmm. and he never changes and i could put my hope in that because i know that my lord is not just going to say nope you did this i'm abandoning you yeah cuz i i truly believe that some people think that when we do something wrong that the Lord just wipes his hands off of us. If he did that, he wouldn't have sent his son, Jesus. That's right. If, if he, if he truly did that and wiped his hands clean, every time we made a mistake, he wouldn't have sent his son, Jesus in the first place. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have gave away to for me and for you and for anybody listening, a way to speak to him. But he loves us that much. And we talked about it last week. If he loves us, 
He's going to discipline us. And that is why we don't trust, because we don't like the discipline part, because we like doing what we want to do. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then we lose trust in the Lord because we don't like the discipline. We don't like what what the Lord is telling us to do or to stop to do. And that's why we follow our own and lean on our own and we lean on our own understanding. So with God's name, we have to know these adjectives of who the Lord is. He is my rock. He is my foundation. With him, I'm able to stand and hold my ground against the trials and tribulation. He is the hope that doesn't disappoint. He is Yahweh. Right. Solid rock on which I stand. Yeah, all the ground great, is sinking sand. Great, great hymn of the old. Yes. Well, sorry, we're there's a lot of scripture we're going through today because there's a lot that that, that talks about this trust and um, you know it's Second Peter chapter one and it's a lot. Um, it's verses two through nine, but I want to read this because when I was preparing for this what um what was revealed to me uh, and something i never saw before according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue remember those two words whereby we are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. Remember those two words. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And, and lust is not just um, what we think of lust is, but lust is what you just spoke of, uh, Pastor Robert. You know, doing things your own way because your desire is greater than his mm-hmm. desire. That's a lust. And beside this, Giving all diligence, add to your faith and virtue, and to virtue knowledge. Verse 6, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness. So there's a the continued chain here. Verse 7, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these be in you and abound, they make you, you that ye shall neither be barren, nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And this again, what we're talking about is how do we gain that knowledge? Verse 9, But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Now the four words that, um, that we said to to remember virtue is a conformity to a standard or right it's a moral it's a moral excellence and it's a power of something a thing the glory (laughs) it's a state of great gratification or exaltation great beauty splendor and happiness of heaven now If we go back up to uh, verse 3, it says, Through the knowledge of him that hath called us to a conformity, to a standard, to a moral 
to a moral excellence. That's what we've been called for. Mm-hmm. And that virtue, uh, you, you know, and glory. And he's called us to a state of great gratification or exalt, uh, exaltation to splendor and happiness of heaven. Oh, wow. I mean, that's what we're called for. You know, to the divine nature is relating to or proceeding directly from God. And it's in it's his inherent character of a person or thing, the divine nature. I mean, if we have those things, how can we not trust his name? It's a... Uh, if we can't trust his name, we can't trust his word. That's right. Because it leads us into the next one. Because, uh, sorry, I didn't know. I wasn't trying to lead no, us I into mean, the next one. No, I mean, that's right, but, though. But it's 100%. You're 100% accurate. It, it because uh, God's word was inspired by him, by God. It's inspired. It wasn't written by Yes, there's many authors, but they were all inspired by God. God's word is infallible. God's word, that means it is 100% true. Yes. There is nothing in that in the, in God's word that is false. Everything I mean, look at all the prophecies fulfilled in the Old Testament with just Jesus alone. With Jesus coming and being born of, of a virgin in a manger in a town of Bethlehem. Yep. Uh, there, there are countless prophecies that have been fulfilled. All are true. There are still some in Revelation and stuff that have not come to pass yet, but we trust that it is infallible. What the word of God says and what God inspired these authors to write was without error, was without, uh, was 1000% true and inspired by him because and I look at that and I, and I read it and it changes it. The word changes me because the Lord doesn't want me to stay where I'm at. And every time I read his word, he com- he changes me to mold me closer to him. Yep. That's what his word does. Without his word, I can't be renewed. I'm not going to be renewed. And then I'm going to fall back into my wicked ways. That's right. Because then I'm going to lean on my own understanding. Then I'm going to do what I once did because I'm not getting renewed and getting the word to renew my mind. 
Sorry, that's all. No, uh, it's, <laughs> I mean, you're 100% right, is the word, you know, people that don't like to read the Bible because they say, well, I don't understand it. Well, you're not going to understand it until you get into it and read it because God will reveal his truths to you, but he's not going to reveal truths to you if you're not in his word. Because if you don't know the word, how can you trust the word? Other than what you hear um, on TV or radio or a podcast. If you're not in his word to understand and read his word, or to read his word for the understanding, right? His word plainly tells us, you know, I will lead you. I will teach you. I will reveal my truths to you when you have a hunger to learn them. Any thoughts on that? I think uh, trust goes back to waiting that we talked about a few weeks ago and waiting on blessings and that we got to continue to trust in him while we're waiting. And it's important to not lose that trust. Yeah, the trust is, um, you know, if you if you liken it to you know, any other kind of trust, like I talked about in the beginning of the show, you know, I trust that my house is going to keep me in shelter and warm and warm, especially <laughs> in the time that's coming this week, <laughs> this weekend, uh, for Christmas, it's going to be very bitter cold. Um, but I, but I trust in those things, right? But I don't have to have knowledge of my house to put that trust in, my house yeah i have to know things i have to know where the breaker box is at i have to know how to work the thermostat Mm -hmm. but i don't have to know anything about the structure of the house in other words in in to put my trust in it you know i don't have to go read a book on how my house was built you know how the foundation was built how the studs were and walls were built i don't need to know that and it's so much different than I need to know mm-hmm. what God says through his word in order to know him. And that's, that's what we're talking about. The different kind of trust, but yes, trust in God's word. And, uh, again, we're going to, we're going to go through some Psalms here and, um, Daniel's favorite book of Proverbs. <laughs> The book of wisdom. Are you gaining any wisdom in Proverbs twenty-seven Lots that you're of studying? Because <laughs> you can ask. I and, can, and, and it will be granted to you without favoritism. This is very true. Trust in God's word, uh, Psalm one nineteen. Who wants to read that one? I can, Lord. Give me your unfailing love, the salvation that you promised me. Then I can answer those who taught me, for I trust in your word. Do not snatch your word of truth from me, for your regulations are my only hope. That's a... uh, Those regulations um, or judgments 
when you look at the the words <laughs> that's a verdict the verdict is guilty as charged you're a sinner from birth but through the judgments came a savior named Jesus and he has pardoned the verdict or those judgments through his blood and given the promise of eternal life for all of those who accept the pardon um wow for your regulations are my only hope your verdict is my only hope the verdict that what you said a while ago was prophesied over 300 times in the old testament came to pass in the new testament that we're getting ready to celebrate on december 25th that's my only hope the only one i have you Oh, sorry, get off my tangent. Uh, <laughs> hey, sorry, uh, I've already had two right now. <laughs> Daniel's going to get his in Proverbs. <laughs> uh, Daniel, t- tell us about the Father's instructions in Proverbs chapter 4, verses 10 through 13, please. Uh, it reads, My child, listen to me and do as I say, and you have, or you will have a long good life. I will teach you wisdom's ways and lead you in straight paths. When you walk, you won't be held back. When you run, you won't stumble. Take hold of my instructions. Don't let them go. Guard them, for they are the key to life. Hmm. That's pretty powerful. Three verses right there. Hmm. Listen to me and do as I say. Because if you do, you're going to have a good long life. I will teach you wisdom's ways. But I can't teach you wisdom's ways if you don't trust in my word. And again, we go back to you can't trust in the word unless you have knowledge of the word. Psalm 25, 4 just Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. You know, when we grasp the instructions of God's words for our lives and we hold on to them, they're going to guide us. They're going to teach us. They're going to shape us and they're going to form us. We will not stumble and fall back into those sinful ways that that you just talked about, Robert. Um, Those sinful lusts of the flesh, those temptations, all the things that we were of the old life, before Christ, before we know what God's word says and the promises that we have in him. Um, It's just, it's, it's just the father's instruction, you know, but again, we don't know the instruction. You know, we talked about this a couple weeks ago and I don't remember which class it was in, but the instructions or as we talked about in the first section, trusting God's name, The commandments. How often do you see the commandments posted publicly in today's world? Unless outside the church. You don't. You don't. But before before they were removed from 
government buildings and schools and, and things like that. If the, if the kids didn't see it at home, at least they got it somewhere. Even if they weren't in church, right? They could see it in a school. They could see it when they went to the library. They could see it in different buildings um, or on signs or whatever. Those things are gone. So if you're not getting it here in the Word of God, especially if you're not in church, if you're not going to a fellowship of believers, because we are the church, but if you're not going to a, a church gathering, you're not getting it anywhere. So how can you trust in it when you don't, you don't see it, you don't have anything to remind you of it? Because if you don't know it, there's no remembrance of it. The last part of, of the trust in the truth is to trust in Christ. Trust in God's Son, which is Jesus Christ. And um, this is a good one, too. Want to read that one, Robert? I can. So it's Matthew 12, 14 to 21. Then the Pharisees called a meeting to plot how to kill Jesus. But Jesus knew what they were planning. So he left the so he left that area. And many people followed him. He healed all the sick among them, but he warned them not to reveal who he was. This fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah concerning him. Look at my servant whom I have chosen. He is my beloved who pleases me. I will put my spirit upon him, and he will pro proclaim justice to the nations. He will not fight, or shout, or raise his voice in public. He will not crush the weakest reed, or put out a flickering candle. Finally, he will cause justice to be victorious, and his name will be the hope of all the world. The hope. The hope that doesn't disappoint, as Romans 5 talks about. Yes. A hope of the world, a favorable and confident expectation. To expect it with confidence, used as a verb, and as a noun, something desired for. Reliance is the act of relying upon something or someone relied on. So <laughs> we have to rely on it. And that relying is to trust because we trust in the hope. We rely on Jesus to save us. We rely on Jesus to give us life through his death to send the Holy Spirit and that that spirit will dwell in us. That's what we rely on when we become believers and and true Christians, right? Huh. I, I lose, use that term because Christian has a whole new definition in today's society. But when we become a believer in Jesus Christ and accept him as our Savior, that's what we rely on hmm. to give us strength 
to make it through the tough times because he says, I will never leave or forsake you. Reliance on Jesus to heal us emotionally, physically, spiritually, because by his stripes, we are healed. It didn't say you would be. You are. He is the comforter and the healer. He is the one who came into the world to have to save all sinners, which is everybody, because everybody that's born is born in sin. First Timothy 1.15 says, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all ex- acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. And if you don't see yourself as a sinner, um, it's, it's kind of hard to fix a problem when you don't admit to there's a problem. And that's just not for unbelievers, though, either. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's, that's believers as well. Absolutely. Is because you can, and, and I'm speaking for myself, too. I make mistakes. I don't, I don't, uh, I, I'm not this perfect walk. I'm not Jesus. I'm not the second coming of Jesus, thank goodness, because I have an <laughs> anger problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we all have some kind of problem. Yeah. So, but if you don't recognize it and you don't, and you don't praise him, because I know that like, if someone were to hit this water bottle that I have and throw it on the ground, it's empty by the way. So I didn't spill water everywhere. (laughs) Uh, I saw a couple drops. Well, well, it's okay. (laughs) Uh, it's a good thing. It's water, but, uh, if someone were to hit like the water bottle that I have or any of like minuscule possessions I would have, my anger would go up to like a thousand percent. Like I, like that was my anger. That was that level of anger that I had. And through the years I can see the Lord and how he has mended my heart and he's still mending my heart because there are times where I still get angry. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I look at the, the progress that he has given me and I praise that because I'm no longer where I once was as a very angry, bitter 16, 17, 18, 19 year old who... who just got angry over the little things. And we have the hope and that's, and that's where the, I, I became questioning, why am I angry? Why, why is this making me angry? Right. And the more I started to question it, the more God's word in his heart became, in my heart, excuse me, and my heart became closer to him. And and he was able to slowly, piece by piece, and he's still piecing things together right now, mm-hmm. mending it to where there's progress, there's growth, where I'm more gentle, where I'm more loving, where I'm more patient. 
And that's, that's why I can trust in him is because I'm not, I'm not who I once was. I'm, Thank goodness I'm not who I once was. Uh, but I can trust in him because I see the work in myself. A lot of us don't want to take the ownership of, man, I did something wrong. I need to I need to make that right. That's right. Because we live in a world today that it's always someone else's fault. Easy to point the finger. Yeah, but when we realize when we point the finger... If I point the finger at you, Daniel, how many are pointing back at myself? You got three pointing back at you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Daniel. Uh, I got three pointing back at myself. Because our society says it's never your fault. You could do what you want. You could pick whatever gender you want. You could be whoever you want. You could do all this. And it's never your fault. It's always someone else's fault. Well, that person's racist, or that person's a bigot, or that person's this. That person don't like you. Yeah, so you don't have to like them. And so, but we, as Christians, see the work of Jesus and know that we're not perfect. Saying, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said that. I need to go make that right. But if you don't recognize it and you don't, that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. The Holy Spirit convicts and disciplines, right. as we talked about not only last week, but now this week. He disciplines us. But if we don't want to hear that discipline, we're not going to want to change. And then I have a question. Are we really trusting? Nope. No. We're not trusting. We're not trusting in Jesus, who has already proven himself in our lives because there's growth in every single one of our lives from the day we surrendered our lives to him. And I get emotional because I look, I look behind and I see the progress and the growth from when I gave my life to the Lord and rededicated at 20 years old. That 11-year gap that 11-year span, I should say, because I'm 31 now, almost 32. <laughs> I see that. I see the progress. And that's how I could say, thank you, Jesus. Because if I just keep plowing ahead and just saying, man, I got to get better, I got to get better, I got to get better, because, yeah, that's true. That's all true. I have to get better. But I have to take the time and praise him for where, where I once was. That's right. Because if I just keep pushing ahead, I'm going to burn myself out. If I don't rejoice, that's where the rejoicing in him always is saying, thank you, Jesus, for being there. Thank you, Jesus, for not leaving me where I was at in the muck, in the dirt, in the mud, struggling and drowning in a puddle. Thank you, Jesus, for not being there, for being there with me. That's how I could trust mm -hmm. because I see him in my everyday life. It's a continued trust. And you could you imagine, you know, I, I look at myself too, right? And the ruin that we would have, you know, 
if you didn't have that, what you just talked about, that transformation and change of experience into who you are today, and we're not, we're not finished yet, right? None mm-hmm. of us are because it's a continual work to continue transform. If we continue in, you know, we, we've talked about that several times. We have to continue in this walk because without the continuation of this walk, I'm, a, I'm incomplete. Yep. You know, but can you, you are far enough ahead now to look back and say, man, if I wouldn't have made the change and followed Jesus Christ, where would I be? Would I be alive? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what kind of mess would I be in? Yep. We all have that crossroad. Mine was at Absolutely. 19 years old. I had a crossroad to go to a Bible study or to continue living my life the way I was. And at 19 years old, I was not <laughs> I was not living my what, life for What's Jesus. a Bible study? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I I actually had that question. What's a Bible study? What's a Bible? And so but I had that crossroads. But I I there were people in my life who I said, "All right, this person wouldn't lead me astray." So I said, "All right, well, I'll check out this Bible study." 12 years later, because I could tell you a Bible study would be the last place that I would be at 19 years old for how I was living. Right. This concludes part one of this lesson where we have been looking and trusting in God's name, his word, and his son, Jesus Christ. Please tune in next week for the conclusion as we look at an Old Testament prophet and his problems with God and watch how his confusion and fear change to a joyful celebration when he learns to trust the name, the word, and the salvation of the Lord. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Breaking Chains. Be sure to head on over to our website at breakingchains.me, that's breakingchains.me, and see all the good things that's going on over there. If you need prayer, you can submit your prayer request over there as well. And if you haven't done so, be sure to subscribe to our podcasts and daily devotions so that you can receive everything that the Lord gives us to share with you. Until the next time, God bless us all with the strength to break those chains.